Welcome back to the BH Drum Pod, presented by bhdrumacademy.com. My name is Ben Hodges, and uh, on this podcast, we talk everything drums. It's a good chance to get the chance to nerd out about things, and um, I love to educate people about just the basics about uh, about drums, whether you're learning them, whether you're coming back to the drums for the first time, or you're looking to improve your skill and your knowledge about everything drums. This is the place you want to come to. Uh, today on uh, on the podcast, we're going to talk about how to set your drum kit up to fit you. Uh, every time that I have gone to play a show or a gig uh, and uh, had to either bring my own drums and set them up, or I've had to use somebody else's drums to set up, whether it's in between bands, if if all the bands are sharing the same same drum kit, uh, it's always a challenge to set the drums up and have them feel good uh, before I start to play. Uh, it's a struggle because there's it, whether they're your own, if you're using your own drum kit, you kind of know your kit pretty well, but having everything taken down from scratch and then putting them all up again, uh, you're always, I always seem to find myself fine tuning little things. I move my, my one drum uh, one inch this way or changing the angle of the cymbal a little bit this way. Um, whether like you have it perfectly set up at home, it's hard to sometimes recreate that um, when you're moving your drums to a different location, like a stage or somebody else's place. And when you're using somebody else's drums, I mean, they're not your drums. It's it's hard to get comfortable behind somebody else's drums. Uh, yet it's a very realistic situation that happens uh, in all drumming scenarios, whether you're gigging or recording or anything like that. Um, so today we're going to be talking about how to set your drum kit up to fit your body. Some people are tall. Some people are not as tall. Uh, some people are have longer legs than others, and some people have longer arms than others, and some people just like different setups than other people. So all of these factors uh, will really contribute to how you set your drums up. Uh, for everything that we're going to be talking about today, um, if you're going to learn anything from this podcast, uh, is uh, I, there's one simple rule to make sure your drum kit fits you. Uh, by the end of it, uh, after you have everything set up, your drum kit needs to be an ACE, A-C-E. An A stands for accessible, meaning you should be able to hit anything you want to be able to access every drum that you can uh, easily. C, meaning comfortable. You want it to be comfortable, not uncomfortable. Definitely, you don't want to be uncomfortable playing the drums. And E, meaning easy to hit. Even though it might be accessible, you want to have also make sure that enough of the surface uh, that you're uh, is available for you to hit. So you don't want like a, only like one quarter of a drum uh, being easy to hit. You want the entire drum to be easy to hit. Even though it might be accessible, you don't want to be hidden behind other drums or other cymbals and things like that. So uh, everything must be accessible, comfortable, and easy to hit. Now, there's a specific order that I like to set the drums up to and what I think will work best for all people setting up their drums. Uh, when I was younger, I would always start with um, setting up the bass drum and then all the toms and then I would put the pedals on and then I would put the cymbals on last. And and I uh, over the years, I found that's caused me quite a few problems because I was always setting up 
um, myself around the drums first. But instead, what I recommend is set up the drums around you. So there's a specific order that we will um, get going with in, uh, of how to set things up. The order that we will set the drums up is uh, the first step is setting up your throne or your chair. And then the pedals and the hi-hat, um, then the bass drum, then the snare drum, the toms, and finally, the last part is all the cymbals and stand. So let's let's go back and, and start talking about the throne. So our first step when we're setting up the drums, we have a blank space that we need to set the drums up in. Our first area is we're going to set up the throne or the chair that you're going to be sitting in or the stool. Okay, so you're going to put the throne wherever you need it to be. Uh, and this is going to uh, allow you to sit your body in the physical position. I've sometimes played on stages where um, I've set the drums up in the wrong spot or I set my chair up in the wrong spot. And then I've ended up having to move everything even after I set it all up because uh, we needed a bit more space for the other musicians to go. So once you set your, your chair up, uh, I suggest to sit down on your chair and move your arms in the fashion that you will be drumming in. Uh, for me, for example, I move my arms a lot. Uh, so sometimes I've, I uh, will position my chair as close as I can to a wall that's behind me. And when I start swinging my arms, I notice that my drumsticks and my arms will hit like a, a wall or something. And that's how I know I'm in the wrong spot. I don't want anything to impede my drumming. So I'm going to put my chair wherever I kind of need it, where it makes sense uh, for you to be positioned. And of course, you're going to set the, the height of your chair up um, in the proper position. Now, many people ask, how do I know how tall my chair should should be uh, or my throne should be. Generally speaking, you want to set the height of your throne to be uh, high enough that your legs have a slight downward angle, not an extreme angle, but a slight downward angle. Uh, the position from your upper leg or your thigh to your lower leg is uh, usually like about, I would say, a 110 degree angle of your knee. So, uh, you want to make sure that you have a slight downward angle, not too steep. You want to make sure that your feet are placed flat on the floor uh, and just kind of sit comfortably on your chair. Your knees will be directly over top of your ankles. You're not going to have your feet super far forward or super far behind you. Um, and your shins will be perpendicular to the floor. That means north and south of the floor. Okay, so you want your knees over top of your ankles. Uh, your feet nice and flat, and your shins will be perpendicular to the floor. Now, notice where your feet just naturally rest uh, when you're sitting on your throne. Where your feet naturally rest is actually going to be where your pedals will go, which leads us to our second step, is after we set the throne up, we're going to set up the pedals. And naturally, your feet are in the position where they want to be, and this is where you're going to position your pedals under your feet because that's where the naturally comfortable position is. So let's may as well put the pedals there where they are naturally placed. So they will be placed where your feet rest naturally. If you have a double bass drum pedal, meaning two, two pedals for your kick drum, um, you can set up your bass drum pedals first, and then your hi-hat pedal can be, uh, or your hi-hat stand, can be just directly next to it, whether on the inside or the outside, uh, depending on where you want to. But you want it to 
to be as close as possible. You don't want to have your uh, your second bass drum pedal uh, at the natural spot and then your hi-hat paddle about a foot away from you and, and a really awkward position. You want to have your foot pedals as close and as natural as possible. Okay, so once you have your throne set up uh, and your feet placed naturally, place those pedals directly under. So, so far we'd have our throne and our pedals all set up. Then our third step is to place our bass drum into the equation. So now that you have your pedals up, now it's okay that you can attach your bass drum to it. So you have your pedals mounted securely. And um, for most uh, pedals, they have a Velcro surface underneath. So they will be stuck on a carpet and they're not going to move anywhere. But you take your bass drum. And you place the bass drum in the correct position you would like in front of your foot. Most people like to have the uh, the bass drum facing towards the crowd or the stage or a certain direction uh, that you want. Uh, so you can position your bass drum accordingly and your pedals accordingly. Uh, basically, you just kind of rotate your chair to wherever you need to. Uh, so you could just attach your bass drum to your pedals. Um, one Common issue that I see for lots of drummers is uh, for all bass drums, they have uh, these feet or these little legs that are attached to the side. And it's to raise the bass drum or the front of the bass drum off the floor just a little bit. I notice that some people who are new to drums and setting them up uh, position this way too high or uh, way too low. Um, the reason why the bass drum comes off the floor just a little bit is to allow the bass drum to resonate uh, and to to create this full sound. If it's touching the floor, it's going to uh, deaden a lot of the sound that the bass drum will make uh, because all the vibrations of the sound waves will, will be uh, hitting the floor and it will fizzle out. Uh, versus if you have the bass drum too high, well, it's going to affect your bass drum pedals because now you brought the bass drum closer to your pedals. So uh, the ideal spot for you to raise uh, uh, or to put your bass drum is to raise the feet in the bass drum so that the drum is about one inch off the floor or about the size of one hand. So you should be able to slide one hand directly underneath the bass drum and only one hand. You don't want two hands, not five hands. You just want just want one hand to be able to slide underneath it. Okay. So you won't ever have to like readjust these bass drum feet, but once you have that in the correct position, your bass drum will sound as best as it possibly could. Okay. So we got the throne, we got the pedals and the hi-hat stand. We have the sim, uh, the bass drum, pardon me. And now it's the next and probably the most important part to get right is your snare drum. The snare drum is the center of your drum kit. Uh, it's not just a piece of it. It's the center of everything because really you're going to be playing that thing a lot. You're going to be playing the snare drum probably the most out of all your drums. So naturally your feet and uh, will go on either side of the snare drum when you set it up. Um, ideally your knees won't really touch the drum um, depending on the size of your drum. Like if you have a 14 inch uh, snare drum uh, and your feet rest naturally, like my knees, for example, they sometimes gently graze on either side of it. And that's OK if they do. Um, but you shouldn't be like squeezing the bass drum or they shouldn't be too far away. Uh, so your knees will be on either side of the drum. Um, you want to raise the height of your snare drum, though, to be about the same height or slightly higher than your thighs or your upper leg. Uh, you do want to be a little bit 
uh, higher or just slightly higher or just the same height as your thighs. Um, and the reason for that is you it allows you to make sure you get a foot good contact when you are swinging your hand. So every time I try and swing my stick uh, with my left hand, that's the hand I most I play the snare drum most when I'm doing a typical drum beat. Um, I want to make sure that I'm not smacking my leg the entire time. I want to make sure that my drumstick is uh, hitting the drum itself. Uh, so you want to make sure it's raised in, in the appropriate spot. You can sometimes also, as a quick test uh, to see if you've got a right angle or not, or right height, is you can place a drumstick. One, one trick I do is you take a drumstick and you place it in your belt, there we go. Your belt line would be. And if you're not wearing a belt on your pants, you don't need to worry about that. But where where your belt buckle would usually go. And uh, you just kind of put one end of the drumstick in that belt buckle and you let the other end, end of the drumstick uh, go towards the, the snare drum. And uh, what you should create is it should create a slight downward angle towards the drum. You don't want it to be a flat angle. You don't want it to be touching any rims of the drum. Uh, you don't want it to be too steep. You want a slight downward angle okay and that's how you'll know the drum is a is in a good height or not if the snare is too high you can end up hitting a lot of rim shots on the drum by accident uh, especially when you're uh, playing a good beat uh, if your snare is too low you can end up hitting your leg a lot with your hand and holding and uh, you'll end up hitting your your leg uh, preventing it from hitting the drum correctly uh, and that was I remember when I was uh, starting to learn drums and I I made that mistake. That was my issue. I ended up every after every gig with uh, lots of bruises on my leg. Like, how the heck do I get? Did I get all these bruises? Well, it's because I was hitting my leg over and over again. So I had to re reinvent and refigure out how uh, what the best position was. Um, so your snare drum, really, at the end of the day, uh, should be accessible for all types of hits. Um, you've got to be able to do a just a you know regular drum beat hit, uh, drum rolls, uh, some cross sticks stuff, some rim shots, some fills. Uh, so you want to make sure you're hitting lots of the, uh, like lots of the good center of the drum, uh, accessibly, comfortably, and easy to hit. There's our ace again. After you got your snare set up, then it's time to look at the toms. Now the toms, you can start to put position up. You put your floor toms up, you put your, uh, uh, put your rack tom up and any other toms. You put your toms in the correct position. And remember, you're going to be setting up these toms uh, so that they're accessible, comfortable, and easy to hit. Now, a quick little trick that I do is once I have um, my toms set up in a position I think works well, I will take, I'll sit on my drum, uh, sit on my drums and I will uh, take my drumsticks and I'll close my eyes. And I want to like, I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to actually move my drumsticks and pretend or actually hit the drums uh, in where I think where naturally my body wants to hit the drum. So I'm going to maybe, I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to go and try and hit the floor tom. And maybe when I hit the floor tom, if I notice that I'm uh, missing it or I'm not hitting in the center of that drum, uh, then my floor tom is going to be in the wrong place. I want it to feel natural and comfortable. I don't want to have to, I shouldn't have to adjust my body to the drums. I think the drums should adjust to my body. Okay, so we're going to, uh, that's a quick little trick that you can do. You can close your eyes and, and hit where naturally the drums, where your body will naturally want to hit. And you should try and adjust the drums to where that is. After you've got your toms all set up, uh, the last thing is 
the symbols and all the stands on all the accessory pieces that you have. So set up your stands wherever you like, uh, set up your symbols wherever you like and whatever heights you think you need them at uh, and all of those things. Uh, but remember, just as I said before, the one simple rule is make sure all of these things are accessible comfortable and easy to hit. And especially with cymbals, it's easy to cover up some of the drums. Um, I notice uh, one area uh, is the ride cymbal, for example, the big, big one that many people have, or lots of drummers have. Uh, they have it so low and, and, over, and it's overshadowing or kind of hanging over one of the floor toms. And I, I do see that quite a lot of the time. And just, I just want you to be aware, you don't want to have a lot of your cymbal uh, hovering over some of your drums because it's going to take away some of the space that you can hit. So just be aware of that. It shouldn't really require much effort to hit any of the drums or the cymbals. If you, you have them in the right spot, it won't require any effort or aim or specific aim to hit. It's going to be, everything should be natural. So by that part, after you set up your symbols and stands, you should have everything all set up in the positions that you maybe want. And I would say one last thing you should do is to actually play your drums a little bit, whether a little sound check and just see how everything feels. Um, and if it feels like everything's easy to hit, if it feels like you you don't have to aim or you don't have to work to play the drums. Um, then I think you're in the right spot. I think everything works well. It's good to do a couple little checks as you go. Um, some common problems that might occur is let's say you're you're doing your test of your drums and you're like, ah, I can't seem to figure out uh, this little part. I can't seem to like, this doesn't feel right. I keep noticing the same uh, similar problems. Uh, I'll give you an example. Is when I was, um, when I was, starting into drums and I was starting to play these, these young shows and I didn't really learn how to set my drums up properly. I didn't really, um, uh, investigate kind of how to solve it. I was always, sol uh, setting up, uh, my, my body to fit the drums that were there. Um, I noticed that every time I would do a huge drum fill, like, uh, I would notice I hit all rims and it was quite embarrassing. It was, uh, it was kind of a running joke with my bandmates. They're like, Oh, here comes a cool drum fill part. And like, I didn't actually hit the drums itself. I just hit like all the, all the rim shots all the way around. And it was, it was quite embarrassing. Um, and uh, I noticed that, uh, if I'm missing a lot of the drums, uh, I need to maybe change a couple things. I need to change either if I'm, uh, practice my accuracy, like if I'm missing the drums itself, or I need to adjust something. So uh, one thing that you could adjust to make it a little more comfortable is like the angles of your snare and your toms and even your cymbals. So uh, in terms of like the angle that some of the toms and snares are, uh, it's honestly personal preference. Uh, just be sure that it's set up in a way that you can hit the center of the drum easily and accurately. Um, uh, personally, my snare drum has a slight angle towards me uh, and that allows me that I can hit the center of the drum 
from uh, more times than accidentally hitting the rims. Uh, same with my toms. I have everything angled towards the center of my my uh, my kit, which is my snare drum, so that any rebound I have, it bounces towards me. And that's that's kind of what I like. Uh, I notice that I'm able to hit and execute fills very easily, and I'm hitting the center of drums uh, accurately. So if you notice you're missing a lot of the drums and hitting the rims or uh, missing hits, uh, you can a you can practice your accuracy, which is a big deal, or you can adjust your angles of your drums and see if that helps. Um, as for cymbals, um, hitting the cymbals in different areas uh, and in the different, like whether you're hitting on the bell or the edge and even hitting with different parts of the drumsticks, whether you're hitting it with the tip or you're hitting it with the shaft or the taper, um, they all create different sounds. So whatever sound you're trying to achieve, that's how you can adjust your cymbals. And again, it's personal preference. Uh, you just want to set up a way th uh, that your cymbals, uh, you want to set your cymbals up in a way that you can hit the cymbal and create the sound that you want. So cymbals that are angled towards you uh, will increase the likelihood that you'll hit the cymbal with the tip of your stick, uh, which is pretty good for like bell hits and gentle sounds. Um, and for example, like the ride cymbal, if you need to play a little softer, like jazz or dramatic parts, uh, things like that, uh, it to angling your cymbals towards you uh, increases likelihood you'll use the tip of your stick, which also, as a bonus, doesn't wear out your sticks as fast. However, it doesn't really work for like rock music or hard thrash music. Um, so cymbals that are angled flatter will allow you to, uh, likely you'll hit them with the edge of your stick, create a crash or a harsher sound, which is used in a lot of rock or metal or pop and and uh, big splashes. So uh, it's not hard on the cymbals, but it's harder on your sticks. So really, to summarize it, you can set up your cymbals to be as versatile as you want want uh, to or to create this the sounds that you want one last thing you want to uh, consider is where your center of your drum kit is which is your snare drum this dr snare drum is the center of your drum kit everything will be brought back to your snare drum i mean really your body position is your snare drum is in between your legs that is where your body is naturally wanting to sit everything else is really built around that snare drum uh so just as a reminder um, of that simple rule that we talked about, and now you'll probably say it one more time after this, uh, is everything must be accessible, comfortable, and easy to hit. All right. You can set up anything you want to on your drum kit as long as it fits into these rules. Uh, the drummer should be really relaxed when you're playing. You don't need to make yourself work for this. So if that means that uh, everything around your center of your kit uh, is you know, that that's, that's kind of your golden rule. You, you have to make it rotation around your center of your kit. So whatever you hit, you should be able to come back to your center of your drum kit pretty easily and without much effort. Um, as a last resort though, as a last resort, if you can't get the setup you want, you're trying to make something work and you're like, I wish this one thing would be set up right here like a cowbell or like I want this symbol to be sitting right here and you can't seem to physically make it happen with the stands or equipments that you have um, I would suggest and I would consider uh, some different mounts or accessories that you can use to help you um, so you can buy some great products that it's like additions to uh, some of your symbol stands uh, and you have to kind of get sometimes a little creative with 
with uh, how you build things. Uh, but that's a one way as well. You can make your dream set up of, of some sense as well. So after all said and done, um, if you follow that simple rule of making sure your setup is in a correct order, starting with the throne, then the pedals, then the uh, bass drum and the snare, and then the toms and then the cymbals and all that stuff. Um, I think that you will be uh, be able to set up your drums in a specific, in a perfect way that's always comfortable. Uh, to end off the podcast today, I want to also share one piece of big advice that will save you a lot of time and a lot of headaches uh, to follow this rule. So, um, as a rule of as a rule of thumb. Um, you always want to make things simple on yourself in terms of drumming and setting things up. Keep it simple. You don't have to over, uh, overdo things, uh, having too many of uh, symbols or, or stressing yourself out of too many things. Um, one thing that I do that really, really helps is anytime that I set up is I've actually made some markings on my drums, uh, using a Sharpie and using some tape so that I can mark exactly where, uh, stuff is always supposed to be lined up. Cause when you start to take things down and pack things up in bags and carry them from gig to gig or place to place, uh, chances are they will probably lose its perfect spot. Uh, so the, for example, the mat that I have laid down on the ground, I have put some duct tape on the ground as little markings. Uh, so I know perfectly where my pedals will supposed to go, where my stands are supposed to go, where the feet go for these stands. Uh, those, that little adjustment saves me so much time. I simply lay my mat out. Oh, there's the tape marks for my pedals. Uh, I put my chair down, then I put my pedals exactly where those tape marks go and boom, I just do a quick test and yep, everything's the same. Um, same thing with, uh, your stands. You could take a Sharpie marker and you can like have a quick marking right on the, uh, on the actual stand itself with a little line. And so that when you move your stands around and, and, uh, you can simply adjust the height to where the line is and you'll save yourself so much time. Uh, of quickly setting it up. And it's a sure, uh, no fail way that you can get your drums set up to the perfect heights that you always want at each and every time. So that's a quick little trick that I highly recommend. For more drums, uh, drum tips and drum lessons, uh, feel free to reach out to bhdrumacademy.com. There's some great YouTube videos. You can watch me drum and do some covers, but also lots of free resources. And there's a video version of me actually uh, talking about how to set up the drums on YouTube. Uh, and you can watch me set up my drum kit uh, right from scratch. And you can see kind of what angles I'm talking about um, and different, different visual cues. You can watch that on YouTube, uh, but there's lots of lessons and free stuff. Don't forget. There's also some great online resources, uh, available for purchase. I would love your support. Uh, so feel free, please subscribe and have a look at the content that I made. I make it all for, for you. So please, uh, have a look around, tell your friends about it and, uh, please like, and subscribe to this podcast. Uh, it really helps out small local businesses, uh, like myself. So I really appreciate all your support and and uh, and thank you for joining me once again uh, my name is ben hodges and this has been the bh drum podcast i will see you in the next one and now go practice your drums peace